Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Who knows what to expect in Game 5 of the NBA. Uh, it sounds like uh, Gabe Vincent's not going to play. He sprained his ankle late in the game the other day. And I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen with Brogdon, who's got a tear, in a, a partial tear in a tendon near his elbow. Maybe that's why he only played 17 minutes but uh, in game number four. But this is game five tonight, and I think this series has a little life based on what Boston did. We discussed this a lot. Yesterday, most teams, I understand it's 150-0 with teams down 3-0. I get that. We all know the statistic. There's only been three teams, by the way, who are 3-0 down who have come back to tie the series. The Knicks did it. I was trying to think of the third team. Seattle did it against, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Denver did it against Utah the year after Denver beat Seattle. And Utah beat Denver in seven games. Game seven was in uh, Utah. And Portland did it against Dallas before Dallas won a game seven I believe that was it. It may have been the other way around, but it was a Maverick Trailblazers series from that standpoint, too. And the third one, which we discussed the other day, and I couldn't figure out which one it was, Dick McGuire's Knicks did it. Uh, I, I believe maybe against either Minneapolis or Rochester in the early 50s. They were down 3-0. I think it was the final uh, that he looked at it. They got a tied at three and then lost game seven. I believe it may have been an NBA final in the early 50s. So it's only happened three times where a team's actually gotten back to a seventh game and nobody's ever won a series. But as I said to you the other day, I'll say it again. I think a good reason for that is the idea that most of the time, the team that falls behind 3-0 is the team that's the got the worst record and doesn't have home court because most of those leads at 3-0 are by the team that has the first two games in their building. They win the first two, and then they win the game three on the road to put the series away, and the team that's down 3-0 against the juggernaut gives up and says, the hell with it, we got no chance to win, and they lose game four, or if best, they win a game four and lose game five on the, back on the other team's court. This is a little different because this time the Celtics have home court and it's very rare in the history of game sevens or in best of sevens in which the home team will lose the, the will lose the well, the, uh, the the higher seeded team will lose the first two games at home. That is very rare. You usually at least get a split. They might lose a series in five games, but unlike the NHL where you've seen it happen many a time where the uh, home ice, the team with home ice does, it loses the first two but bounces back and comes back and makes it competitive. In the NBA, you lose the first two at home, usually you're done. The Lakers lost the first two games to Houston the one year the Rockets got to the final in 86, and they lost games three and four in Houston. So, I mean, usually that happens. Boston has got the home court. They won a game four. They're 6-1 in elimination games the last two years. They made a million threes. They were down nine third quarter before they turned it around. That's as close to being dead as you could be. Nine down third quarter, down 3-0 on the road uh, after an unbelievably horrendous performance in the third game. And you bounce back and, four, and, and uh, down uh, you know, almost double digits in the fourth game and recover in half number two. And so I give the Celtics uh, you know, a, a shot. I really do. Uh, to at least, I think they're going to win tonight. And then even uh, you know, to win the series, I got to give them a shot at doing so. Uh, you know, they have a better roster than Miami does. They're due to win a home game. They've lost three straight 
straight games at home and their horrendous 4-5 and five and 10-11 and 11 the last two years in their building in the postseason. So they're due to get back to 500 in the last two at TD Bank North, and they're certainly due to win a game against Miami, who they lost to last year at home to Miami. They're definitely due. That means they've lost four games at home to Miami the last two years in the postseason in this Eastern Conference Final. They're due to win a game. So I, I got a funny feeling that the Celtics are going to win tonight to get the 3-2, and that would make for a very interesting sixth game uh, down, in, um, uh, down in Miami on Saturday night because there'll be a lot of pressure on the Heat to win that game. You don't want to go to a game seven. So uh, I think Boston's got uh, a fighting chance. And, you know, their odds on FanDuel or one of these gambling sites is plus 220. And, you know, those – that's not as great as it you would think it would be. I mean, you would think it would be, you know, 350, 400, and 220. That tells you that Vegas is thinking along the same lines as me. They're dangerous. They got a good roster, and they got home court in two of the next three games. So as a result of that, uh, I would not rule the Celtics out, and I do think they're going to win tonight. Uh, I, I really do. Uh, I, I would be... Very, very surprised if they lose tonight. And I still think they're playing for the head coach's job. Missoula's, I think if they lost the other night, you know, by double digits, he wasn't going to get on the team playing back to Boston. I mean, I'm sorry. He wouldn't have made it. I mean, these owners in basketball, with the trend being firing a coach uh, when he has a bad postseason or a game or a series, think Budenholzer against Miami. Obviously think Monty Williams in game six against Denver, losing by 100 points two years in a row in that same spot. And then, of course, you know, Doc Rivers last week when he or two weeks ago when the Celtics beat him by 100 points in a game seven in Boston. The trend is get the guy out of there. And I think if the Celtics had lost badly the other night and finished off an aimless four-game wipeout, uh, they would have fired the coach. And then, you know, they won the game. They bounced back. Uh, and so I'm not sure what that does. If they win tonight, they give him a break, then come back next year. I'm sure Brad Stevens wants to let him learn on the job, but I don't know what the coaches feel, may feel. It was all set up for the Celtics in 22-23, especially in his postseason with Milwaukee losing and the Heat losing Hero and everything else. It was all set up for the Celtics to make a huge run. And if they lose to Miami, uh, you know, like in five games, that's a major problem. Now, I don't think Missoula had any chance to survive if they lost the other night. They won that game, and if they were competitive or won the night, maybe that goes a long way of keeping them. And then the other question you got to ask yourself if they do end up losing this series besides just Missoula is what you do with Brown and Tatum. You're not trading Tatum. Right? That's not happening. And Brown's eligible for a max extension after, what, next year? Do you get him out of there, or do you trade him? And, you know, change the flow, the focus of the team a little bit and break the two of them up. Do you do that? So I think there's a lot of ramifications on the Celtics in these next three, four, next two, three games. Uh, There was a lot of ramifications, at least with the coach, I think, the other night. They recovered and won. If they won the night, that would also add to his uh, ability to come back next year. Uh, if they lose tonight, uh, I think he's in big trouble. I mean, to lose three games at home in a conference final to a team that you were 13 games better than in the regular season and you got outcoached by Spolstra, I mean, if you're the coach, if you're the owner in that city where they fired Grady Little when they lost the Yankees in seven games in 04 in the ALCS, you're going to bring him back? I'm not so sure. 
we'll have to wait and see. But the game has some. In, uh, there's an interesting. There's some interesting aspects to the game tonight. A now you got a couple of injuries. That's number one. Number two, you got a little momentum built up by my by the Celtics. Number three, they've lost all these games in a row at home. Number four, you got Jimmy Butler, and we all agree that you know to beat him four straight times is going to be very very difficult. Whether you do it tonight, you're still going to win two more. But, you know, Butler didn't play great the other day. You know he's going to be active. And if they have the jugular, they're going to go after it. They had the jugular in Milwaukee in the fifth game, and they finished off the Bucks. So if they have the jugular, they're going to go after it. Interesting game tonight in the NBA in a game five. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.